What's up, everyone, and welcome to a new edition of That Remote Life Podcast, where every Monday I'll be sharing with you the top news from the past week in the world of remote work and the digital nomad movement. These are outtakes from my weekly newsletter, Remote Insider, so if you want to get the full scoop, just head over to thatremotelife.com forward slash remote insider and subscribe. I send out my newsletter every Monday morning, and it's completely free. It's been called Mandatory Reading by other subscribers, and if you like this podcast, I guarantee you will love the newsletter as well. Again, that link is thatremotelife.com forward slash remote insider, all one word. Now, let's jump into the news from the past week. Starting off, after months of waiting, Indonesia has finally released its new digital nomad visa. For years, Bali has been a top destination for digital nomads, and in fact, as I'm recording this, Chenggu currently holds the number two spot on nomad list. And now the Indonesian government is hoping to cash in on Bali's popularity. After more than a year of discussions, the Indonesian government is officially launching a digital nomad visa. The new visa is known as B211A and will allow remote workers to stay for up to six months in the country. The Indonesian government is also continuing to discuss a longer five-year remote worker visa, but we have no word on when we can expect that or even what the chances of it happening are. Now, in order to apply for the new digital nomad visa, you must meet a few requirements. First off, you need to show proof of at least $2,000 in quote-unquote assets. As far as I understand from my research, this does not mean a monthly income of $2,000 like a lot of other Nomad visas, but it literally just means $2,000 in a bank account. Uh, Keep an eye out for this since they may clarify this over the coming weeks. I foresee this being a common question that they receive since it's very weirdly worded, so keep an eye out for that. I wouldn't be surprised if it actually is $2,000 per month in income uh, requirements, but at the moment, it it sounds more like they just want to see $2,000 in a bank account. You must also show proof of a COVID vaccination and proof of onward travel within 180 days of entry into Indonesia. Up next, according to CNBC Insider's Tesla is struggling with its return to office policy. You may remember that back in May of this year, Tesla CEO Elon Musk told employees that they would be expected to spend a minimum of 40 hours per week in the office and that anything else would be quote-unquote phoning it in. Now, several months later, it seems like things aren't really going according to plan. According to people who work for the company in the United States and internal documents seen by CNBC, Tesla doesn't actually have the room or resources to bring all its employees back to the office. Over the last two years, the company has expanded rapidly, and according to reports, it did not build enough new workspaces or acquire enough office equipment to bring all the office employees and long-term contractors into the office for 40 hours per week. According to several current people working there, Tesla recently wanted to bring its employees in the San Francisco Bay Area to the office for three days per week. But a shortage of chairs, desk space, parking spots, and other resources proved too much. Supposedly, even simple supplies like dongles and charging cords have been in short supply at the offices. In another hit to morale, Tesla is now also surveilling employees' attendance, and Elon Musk is said to receive a detailed attendance report himself. 
According to internal messages seen by CNBC, the return to office policy has caused a significant decline in morale among some employees. Now, personally, I'm a big fan of of Elon Musk, and I truly hope that he comes around on remote work, especially since this will no doubt affect Tesla's ability to recruit top talent. In fact, some top employees have supposedly already quit over the new policy, according to CNBC. So there you have it. Even a coveted employer like Tesla is not immune to back to the office talent decline. Finally, Washington, D.C. was named the work from home capital of the United States after the U.S. Census Bureau's latest report found that over 48 percent of workers in Washington, D.C. worked remotely in 2021. D.C. was followed closely behind by Seattle at almost 47%, San Francisco at just over 45%, and Austin and Atlanta round up the top cities, both with nearly 39% of workers working remotely. On the other side of the rankings, the cities with the least percentage of remote workers were Memphis, El Paso, Texas, and Wichita, Kansas, all coming in with less than 10% of employees working remotely. Overall, the statistics show that 18% of the U.S. workforce was working remotely in 2021. While that doesn't seem like a very high number, it is nearly three times as much as the number of of remote workers before COVID. That year, just under 6% of the workforce was working remotely. The big question here is, will that percentage grow from 18% as companies that got a taste of remote work during COVID begin to return to working remotely? It's very likely that at least a few competitors in every industry adopted remote work for good, and the cost savings may give them a competitive advantage, forcing the rest of the industry to follow suit. This is what a lot of remote work experts are predicting as the trend over the next five to 10 years, but really only time will tell. That's it, you guys. That rounds up the top news from the past week. Now, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, don't forget that I share much more news and information every week in my newsletter, Remote Insider. Like I said at the top of the episode, it's completely free and has been called mandatory reading by other subscribers. And the link to sign up for that is thatremotelife.com forward slash remote insider. So head on over there and subscribe. But you guys, that's it for me. I will see you later on in the week for our regularly scheduled podcasts. But for now, have an amazing day and enjoy the rest of your week. 